Built for Life podcast. Here's the show to help you live a built for life. Hey everyone, and welcome back. It's episode 108 of the Lift of Life podcast. And this week, we're talking about leadership qualities. What makes a good leader? Are you being the leader of your own life experience? Do you have to have followers to be a leader? No. A true leader creates more leaders. Ooh. <laughs> you caught me off guard there. I didn't think you were going to say that. Yeah, it's really good. I know. It's one of my favorite things about leadership that I've studied is that a generic leader wants followers, a fakey, but a mm. true leader, let's just say a light in the world, wants there to be more lights in the world, not shadows created by their presence. I think it's interesting that you say it that way because I somehow got caught up in the craziness of our political stuff this week. Election drama, we'll call it. And not in the way you would think, not not in the way of like, I wanted my guy to win. It's more like I just got caught up in both sides and the the fighting and the what's divisive. fair and, and the divisiveness and what's right and what's wrong and someone's cheating and someone's not cheating and I don't know. And I personally don't like politics. I don't like pol- politicians. I I just have a hard time with it. And, and I've tried to just keep myself away from it because I don't find value in it. Mm-hmm. But yet somehow I got caught up in it. And then I started getting frustrated at myself because I believe I know better. <laughs> and <laughs> That's and, the common thread with you. You'll do that where you're like, oh, I'll get into a funk. Then you'll realize you're in the funk and begin to get out of it. But instead of stepping fully out of it, you'll go ahead and beat yourself up a little longer for being having mm-hmm. been in the funk. And I, the thing that put me in the funk that got me so frustrated was I felt like I needed a leader. Mm-hmm. Like I needed the right person to win per se, but that doesn't even feel right either. But you were I, looking outside yourself. That's it. I find myself needing something outside to validate my inside. And I know that that's not right. Right. And so I thought due to this climate we're in, there's been no better time than to really evaluate how we are being the leader of our own life. Because really anytime we look outside of ourselves, we're giving our power away and we are making ourselves at the mercy of what goes on to us. However, when we step into that role of I am the leader of my own life, um, really wonderful things can happen. And so I thought, well, let's take some time to talk about leadership qualities and what we look for in a good leader. And hopefully we can see how important it is to mirror those qualities back to ourselves. because no one will advocate for you or care more about you than you. And so if you're looking outside of yourself for that leader, then you will be falling at the mercy of another egoic Mm-hmm. illusion. If instead you understand that you had the power all along, then you can begin to make changes and not just wait for something to happen, but truly make it happen. So what makes a good leader? For me, what makes someone a good leader is seeing them act out of their own authenticity and they're doing what's right for them at that time. 
You're nodding yes, but your eyes say no. <laughs> <laughs> Feels a little generic or it's too generic. cheap. Mm. But I don't really have necessarily like a list of qualities. That's someone that I'm that I'm drawn to as I would want to take advice from is seeing someone that's a sovereign being that's taking life or creating life in a way that they feel is authentic to them. Yeah. So I think that the real important point is not necessarily what we list off as good leadership qualities, but instead to be honest with yourself, what do I look for in a leader? What do I respect or admire about someone who's leading? And then reflect and ask yourself, am I showing up in that way? Because it's not about finding a really good mentor or a really good leader or a really good president. It's more about being the leader of your own life. And any of those things that you value in a leader, decisiveness, integrity, um, strong moral ground, Mm -hmm. kindness, compassion, whatever it is, to then flip it back and say, how am I holding up on these traits? And where do I need to improve upon? Anything that we think we need someone else to do for us, it's simply a mirror back to what we want more of from ourselves. And it's so easy to fall into that illusion of, but I need them to do this. Yeah, and that's what I got from reflecting on my situation was somehow I thought I needed someone else to do something when I realized that that I needed to do it. And, and on top of that, I believe that I would never make a mistake. And I think that was the, the false premise on, on my side was that once I got stuff figured out that I would always do it that way and never mess up, never have to look back on something and say, wow, you didn't really do that right. But that's okay though. That- right. I think it's more about that moment by moment awareness and forgiveness and then presence. Mm-hmm. So when you are aspiring to live a lifted life, you're aspiring to achieve greater um, appreciation and presence and loving awareness. Um, some people call it Christ consciousness. Some people call it um, like just a pure enjoyment state, enlightenment, whatever you want to call it. I think that we do ourselves a disservice by assuming we can stay in that heightened moment mm. forever mm-hmm. it's not about being in that state in fact if we were to stay in that state forever that wouldn't i think it would it be boring or it would just be too blissful that we wouldn't know we we're bored or would you even be able to measure it if you didn't have a contrast of something different right instead we definitely do have plenty of contrast plenty of things going on that we could choose to give our attention to which are not pleasing to us or that we do not prefer But instead of staying locked in on those things, they can simply be like a compass um, or a coin that we can flip and say, ah, it's very clear I don't like this, but what's on the other side of this coin? Um, I think that's the real beauty is that pivot, that ability to pivot. It's not that we'll never make a mistake of uh, getting lost in drama or getting lost in the shuffle or even lost in the busyness of rushing from one appointment to the next to one practice to dinner to bed to shower to all these things that you have to do and realizing oh my gosh i haven't even really been present present for any of this i don't even remember Mm. eating dinner (laughs) we've been trying to bring a little bit more mindfulness to our own eating not always doing the best job because 
think it's so weird. We just get into this autopilot mode, but bringing more mindfulness to what we're doing. Yeah, that's something I've been really trying to get myself to do is before I eat, just look at the food and appreciate it. Appreciate the people that created it, made it, the whatever had to happen for the meal to be there, and then appreciate what it's going to do for my body as I eat it. But <laughs> I have a hard time with just somehow I go on autopilot and just make, make plate empty. Yeah. <laughs> like I have that program running. I'm like, okay, make plate empty, done. Right. I've heard that it's less important of some people are going to less important that what we eat, but more important of our state when we're eating it. So if you are in a fight or flight triggered stress mode and you're consuming food, whether it's the most expensive organic delicacy or a couple of Reese's candy bars from Halloween, um, it really does matter what your body can absorb from it based on your state, your emotional uh, and physical state. Mm-hmm. So just some food for thought, so to speak, <laughs> um, that we value this presence. So we're bringing our attention to it. And sometimes it can really be helpful to know um, why you're doing what you're doing. And so kind of back to this idea of leadership qualities, Why does it matter what you look for in a leader? Well, because you're probably projecting it outside of yourself of what someone else should be doing for you, whether it's a boss, a parent, or a president. Hmm. Whatever you're aspiring or wanting them to, to do or achieve, like taking a moment to ask yourself, am I doing those things? And what would it look like if I did do those things? Because I feel like that's where I get really passionate is this area of being our own advocate and also being the boss of our own life and not looking outside of ourselves for uh, what someone else says is best for you. It kind of reminds me of the whole stay home message that was really triggering for me mm-hmm. because so many people in- interpreted it as stay inside And one of the most healthy healing things in my personal opinion is fresh air and sunlight and movement. And so going on walks was one of the ways we stayed fit mentally, Mm -hmm. spiritually, physically Mm -hmm. during this weird year. Mm -hmm. And then there's another audience that says that's killing people. (laughs) Yeah. And so then this conflict that I feel in my body as there's one messaging, one narrative, and then there's what feels to be the truth to me. And if I were to look to someone else and take their advice and go against my own inner knowing of what is good for the body, do you see how failing myself or betraying myself, I wouldn't be the leader of my own life. And it's a weird time. Life's been weird. 2020 has been weird. Very. If you don't like controversy, controversy, if you don't like um, getting mixed up in disagreements, you've been very uncomfortable in 2020. Mm. And I think that a true leadership quality to me is knowing what you believe in and standing for it. That doesn't mean you have to post it on social media every day or put it on a yard sign or yell at people all the time. That is not at all what it means. Mm -hmm. To me, it's more about knowing fully what you believe and why. 
staying open to other ideas and opinions and, and being willing to reevaluate that to me is a key indicator of a good leader. So we're obviously playing kind of with that, that word, um, because of the current events and also what people might make that mean. Like generically, when I started, I was talking about world leaders or some sort of leader, but I, I, I'm on board with you as far as your personal health life. Like no one can lead that outside of you. Mm -hmm. You can let people lead it, but, but truly, you know, and your body knows what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think though that there are other areas that you would look outside for leadership, or are you saying that everything comes back to you? I think everything is fine to look outside, but ultimately you are the decider. I like what you're. What I'm hearing you say is that it's a reflection. So when you feel like you need a leader to do X, Y, Z, that's a projection of what you you personally need. Yes. And you're looking for outside validation when you really could validate yourself. Yes. It takes practice yeah. though. And if you've had, that's hard. That's, that's, that's a hard topic to, or if to, you had a lifetime swallow. of invalidation yeah. where you're a partner or a parent or a teacher well, invalidated you, I'm not confident. I don't feel confident. And if you were to tell me, just be confident, like th- th- that's hard. That, that's a hard thing to, to just be, yeah, just be confident yeah. is vague and yeah. cheesy and cheap a little bit. But I think a better question I'm is, I'm not saying you said that. I'm just <laughs> A better question, I think, is what do you truly believe? Yeah. What is true for you? And it's not an instant knowing. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it takes reflection and it takes creating a safe container to evaluate what do I truly believe. Every time we talk about stuff like this, I think back over situations and lots of times I say, why did you give your power away? Hmm. Why did you think someone outside of you knew better than you? Yeah. I always go back to that. very interesting. Yeah. Where did that come from? I mean, as a child, it's probably a learned behavior because you have the authority of parents or teachers around you. Mm -hmm. Uh, We often in our personal conversations joke about our daughter who is very strong willed and knows what she wants and goes after it. Very powerful manifester. Relentlessly. Yes. Yeah. So there's times where it's like, we just want her to just do what we asked her to do mm-hmm. as any parent often has felt before. And there's times where we stand back and admire her strong knowing of what she believes is right for herself. So I always struggle with that because selfishly, I just want her to do what I said for whatever reason, but it's very admirable to see her inside her head. I assume she's like, no, I want this and I'll get it. And it's not usually the selfish thing bratty no it's it's, it's very knowing. complex and it's a deep knowing yeah. uh, but it definitely brings about a lot of interesting conversations for us mm-hmm. all right let's take a quick break before we go any further thank our sponsor for the week and then we'll get back to the show topic this week's episode is brought to you by sbo mood boost the green one our spore-based probiotic with 3 billion cfu All the other probiotics of ours have lactobacillus and bifidobacteria, and those have 30 billion CFU. However, our spore-based probiotic is extremely potent and only requires 3 billion CFU. And I wanted to spotlight this product because a customer of ours recently told us that she was so deeply appreciative of this product because it healed her father's gut issues. 
uh, for whom nothing else had worked. And now he's able to enjoy the foods he loves again. He's able to have coffee and, uh, you could just see the joy in this daughter's eyes as she explained how many things it's helped him with. And so, um, I always am obviously thrilled to hear stories like this. It feels really, really good. It's at the core of why we do what we do. Uh, that product could use a little boost. Unfortunately, right out of the gate, it got a really bad review on Amazon. And it's one of those things you're currently working on some review stuff on the background of automation of requesting reviews and things like that. And I try to tell you that how stressful the reviews are for me and he doesn't get it. He'll bring it up at bedtime. Hey, I was working on this and I saw this one review and I'm like, oh my gosh. It's because I wear a bit of my heart on my sleeve with these products because I create them truly with this passion of of helping. And I know that not every single product is right for every single person, but um, I'm still working through that um, that process of putting the products in the world and being okay with the feedback we receive. But it feels really um, kind of a bummer whenever one person's kind of review blocks, it, it feels like it's blocked the flow of more people trying it, but it's been a complete game changer for so many of our customers. So, um, and even within our family, um, it's been a game changer for us. And so I just continue to know that the right people who need that product will find it. So I wanted to do a spotlight of SBO Mood Boost, the green one, our spore-based probiotic. It is intended to help with mood issues like anxiety and depression, and it is a very powerful digestive and immune modulator. So something within one of the strains within SBO is one of our probably most potent strains for immune function. And, um, we've experienced a lot of the benefits from that, from someone who seemed to get sick quite a bit to, uh, really healing that gut and really seeing an improvement. So if you're looking for something that's powerful for digestion, immune, and mood, we recommend you check out SBO Mood Boost, available directly in our store and over on Amazon. Back to the show. You know, um, when you were talking about me working on reviews on the back end, I've been working on some software to um, collect all of our reviews and allow us to kind of analyze what's going on and what people are basically just get the feedback from them and their experience. I'm always interested in the negative reviews because 90% of the time it's because I didn't go slow. Hmm. And that's like our number one tip. We try to share that as much as all, as we can, but yet those people, if they would have just saw that, I think they would have had a better mm-hmm. um, experience. Yeah. The reason they need to go slow is because when they have any sort of issue, it's typically a die off experience. Mm-hmm. So their gut, uh, bacteria is populated with a lot of bad guys. They take this good guy probiotic and the bad guys don't want to go down without a fight. Yep. And so from there they experience either gas or bloating or sometimes even, um, some, some tiredness or it's just interesting because those indications are that it's working. Yeah. They and, need it. And if it's too intense and you need to slow down so you can let it do its job. But, um, it's just interesting to read that and think, how, how do we get that, that information to them? And I feel like on social media, I was mm-hmm. actually just thinking about how I need to like almost schedule it in once every two weeks in my posts. Oh, if you're yeah. not following us on social media, go check us out on Instagram or Facebook. 
we keep showing up there. I, you know, my favorite place to show up and the place I keep doing the most videos is our Facebook group, but, um, we definitely try to put out inspiring and positive content on those other platforms too. But yes, it's kind of an, in my notes actually is to every two weeks share something along the lines of go slow. And what we mean by that is that you can open the capsule, sprinkle some into a food or drink and, um, give your body the time it needs to get used to that new good bacteria. Then there's the other portion that maybe that just wasn't a fit for them. And if they would have reached out to us, we could have helped them personalize the whole reason we have four different, that's why we have four different formulas. They're different in ways that matter. Then there's that last percent that they just hate the world and nothing's going to, nothing's going to work for them because they don't believe it. All right, let's get back to inspiring content. We do appreciate you taking a moment to listen to our product spotlight. Of course, the lifted life podcast is, um, a passion project of ours because we do love this personal growth and development stuff. And we don't really believe in a magic pill, but we do believe in supplementing our body with, um, some extra goodies. So this podcast is also a supplement to the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to leadership qualities. What makes a good leader? I think it's a great question. As you've heard me say probably a hundred times on the podcast, our brain, our mind is a series of questions and answers. So if you're asking yourself what makes a good leader, then pay attention to those answers because um, that those are qualities that you admire and respect. And you know, my question would then be, and am I being the leader of my own life or am I being the leader of my own life experience? Because on a moment-to-moment basis, I can find myself feeling I could throw a pity party for one. Even though things are so good, I could also throw a literal celebration party for one every single moment because that's how our attention and our focus works. We could focus on what's terrible with the world or we can focus on what's good with the world. But when we ask those powerful questions, it guides us back to what we want to be focusing on. So... um, what, what, I mean, when I say this pity party for one, like it sounds like, oh, she's, I thought she seemed so happy. I am. And also I have a mind that can direct me back to problems because the mind loves problems. It gives it this project. It reminds me of the quote from Elizabeth Gilbert, who says the mind is like a puppy. If you don't give it a project, it'll find a project and you won't necessarily like the project it finds or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Um, and so it really is that important that you guide your mind back to thoughts that and questions that are inspiring and empowering. So am I being the leader of my own life experience? What would it look like for me to step into the leadership role of my own life experience? And whether that's in your relationships or with your job slash business or with your physical and mental health, like how can I step into the leadership role of this experience? and see what comes to mind. So I have a blank here, but there was something you said in the beginning. Oh, talking about being a victim. Um, (laughs) It's easy for me to, like, for example, you were talking about how we had to, or we were instructed to to stay away from people. And most people took, took that as a stay inside and, some messages were literally stay home, stay inside, which we didn't feel so comfortable with. We felt more comfortable being outside, being in, in the sun, fresh air to fresh blow air. off the stink of the, it was easy for me to say someone else is doing that to me. They're making me do this and to get frustrated with that and be like, 
I need a leader to to stop make someone stop doing that, mm-hmm. whoever that could be. And the leader's me. <laughs> like, right. Like I'm the leader to say, no, um, this is what is right for me. Yeah. How many times do we look around like, quick, someone do something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's me. I'm supposed to do yeah, something. Exactly. But it's uncomfortable to very uncomfortable. Yeah. I think that maybe being a good leader is about being willing to be uncomfortable. It reminds me of another thing my um coach mentor Brooke Castillo said is that your ability to succeed will uh, be determined by your willingness to be uncomfortable. And if you're not willing to get uncomfortable, you can stay comfortable and stay exactly where you are. Mm. So, um, I can relate to that as well. I think at any moment we can all relate to that moment of looking around, waiting for someone to do something. And when we do step into that moment of, Oh, it's me. I'm the one I've been waiting for. Um, And we begin to do the things that we believe are right. Um, Then it's like a ripple of awakening that the world will experience. I think it's interesting um, because I, I see what you're saying. I see stepping into me being a leader, but at the same time, I'm not looking for followers. Like I'm looking to lead my life in the way I want to do things, but in no way do I expect anyone else should do what I'm doing. Okay. But I have a question. Mm -hmm. I know you're not looking for followers, but are you willing to allow the leaders that wish to become inspired by you to lead with you from the benefits of your example? Yeah. (laughs) I I guess what, what I'm trying to say is my motive is not to gain followers. My motive for doing the Except things over I... on our social media platforms, we'd <laughs> love to have more followers. Join us there. No, but but the but the actions I'm doing are not to get to gain followers, to gain people for me to lead and tell them what to do. I'm leading my own life, my own taking the own actions I that make sense to me. And if that inspires someone else, by all means, I will share them with you. I'll happily email me, write me, call me, whatever, and. I'll happily share what I'm doing if that's inspiring to you, if you're attracted to that. If you're not, that's fine too. Like I'm not looking to change anyone's opinion on whatever they believe one way or another. But don't you think on some level it it feels really good to have approval? Yeah. Like I think that that balance between being a human and knowing that it feels really good when you express something and people say, yeah, versus people, you know, putting you down or shaming you like, that's, I think, almost the risk you take when you express yourself. But the really beautiful thing that you shared is that it's not from a place of convincing anyone of anything. I express my truth because it feels good for me to do so and it feels healthy for me to express myself. And when I deny my reality, I feel dis-ease in my body. And one of my goals is health and feeling good. And the only way that I can serve and help this world in ways that only I can do is to feel good. And so, um, I express myself enough, uh, to the extent that it's the healthy thing for me to do. Not like you said, to convince anyone of anything. I'm simply, um, allowing my truth to be voice. So that to me makes a good leader. Like it. 
All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you. We appreciate you sharing the show. We appreciate the comments, letting us know when you enjoy a show, it helps to guide us to that next amazing show topic. So thanks so much. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye.